This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. to With This Ring, episode 32. I'm your co-host, Ryan Everett. I'm Cindy Everett. And today we're going to continue our look at the GWWE list, and we're going to start with part one mm-hmm. of the, the of Shawn Michaels' story career. And explain your logic behind the Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels sandwich you got going on. So I thought Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels are always compared to each other. Yes. Same kind, same time period, same like smaller guys, yeah. more technical, and like more so for the matches rather than just you know, like Hulk Hogan's whole thing. Right. Yeah. So it was just it's more the, like the, the match. wrestler scene. Yeah. <laughs> so and then with Shawn Michaels, he's basically got two careers because he wrestled from '88 till '98, and then 2002 to 2010. Okay, it was a longer. I don't. I didn't realize he wrestled all the way through the yeah. Bots, whatever we're calling them. Yep. The, the uh, zeros. The zeros. And then Bret Hart had his run. His one run was longer than either of those, but he was around for like eighty-four to ninety-seven. Mm-hmm. And as we'll watch with Bret Hart, his last real match in the WWE was against Shawn Michaels, and oh, okay. there's a lot going on for that match. Interesting. Okay. But we'll get there later this month. Well, next month. Gotcha. All right. So we started with Shawn Michaels, and we watched a couple matches from his early days as a rocker. It's very blonde. Yep. Very blonde. Very mullety. And this was, yeah, the rockers. Wait a second. This versus Arn Anderson. And Tully Blanchard. Tully Blanchard. Yes, yeah. the Brain Busters. Ah, obviously. Of course. I think Tully Blanchard is like a name I never would have thought. <laughs> Was real? Yeah. Is it real? It, it is. Tully? That's, Tully. On his, that's on his birth certificate? I mean, I don't know. What would that be short for something, for? but... Tullard? Tullard? <laughs> is Tullard... Tulliver? Tulliver? <laughs> Tully... Tully Arthur Blanchard. No. All right. Yeah. yeah. There you go. His dad was Joe... Blanchard, who is like the Texas promoter, and that's kind of how oh, it's like a Texas he thing. started, I guess. Well, we're not on Tully Blanchard, we're not on Shawn Michaels. Whatever, done. I said, young and feisty. They're yeah. all moving really well. Even Arn Anderson. Who yeah. He's not really a mover in my mind. Um, Shawn has some nice bridge moves. But yeah, it's an overall good good start. Kind of sets the tone, because you're right. Very athletic, very Right, pace. yeah, and that's kind of like, it's... Interesting just seeing these two different types, like the Rockers, like a young, fast team, 
and then the Brain Busters, who were like the WCW, like NWA tag team, basically, were like, you know, they weren't, they would just wrestle for 20 minutes against anyone. It's not like they're just going to have, hit their catchphrases and gotcha. get out. Yeah. That was a good one. I didn't write down who won. Uh, the Brain Busters win by cheating. Oh, that's right. I think there's a suplex that Arn Anderson hooks the leg for. And... That's right. Yeah. I feel like there's like a lot of matches that now, well not, as I watch more of these, I realize how much there's a lot of interference and yeah. cheating. And... Well, yeah. I Can't just... have clean matches. No. I like I like a good clean match. Just... Every once in a while. The next one's not a clean match either. No. So this is <laughs> the first of what we'll see as many Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels showdowns, but in tag team form here. Mm-hmm. They, the Rockers versus yep. the Hart Foundation. Um, I said, yeah, good combinations of Bret and Mark. Yeah, they were like a cohesive team. Yeah. I feel like. Talk more, tell me more about the Rockers. So they like they started in the AWA a couple of years before they came to WWF. So and they, they were together? They came together? Yeah, I mean, they like each wrestled for like a couple of years on their own, but they were put together as a team. Because back then, like, every promotion wanted what they called a blowjob babyface team. What? Yeah. And it was, like, just the team that all the girls would Oh, uh, okay. Want to get blowjobs? Yes. Got exactly. <laughs> okay. Yep. So that was, like, a big thing, especially, like, in the territories. Ta- each one had to have one of those teams. Oh, that was the Rockers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it got, well, like, there were the Rock and Roll Express. So they were kind of, like, the Rockers were kind of a ripoff gotcha. of them. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Rockin' <laughs> So, yeah, so that's how they, and then they came into WWF in 88, and had, or no, in 87, had one match and then got fired because they partied too much the night oh, after. Really? <laughs> yes. And there's disputes about, like, how... Bret Hart's a big partier? Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, sorry. Yeah, yeah that, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. That I could see. And there's, like, disputes about, like, how much they actually did versus how much another guy did, but he mm. said it was them. Gotcha. But they said they got fired, and then they came back like a year later, and then they kind of slotted in right away. It was like the B team. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Interesting. Whatever. How long did Marty Giannetti fight? Uh, well, he bounced in and out, but like from '93. Room 97, I would say, basically. Okay. I mean, it wasn't, like, consistently, because we had stops and starts, but generally. Gotcha. Okay. This is one where, yeah, good, good combinations, good work, but then like, the bell rings, but everyone keeps fighting, like a whole right. bunch of people run out. Yeah, so... So what was going on with that? For... So... And then it's a draw. Yeah. So for one so thing, I liked how... Both teams are faces, okay. But like midway through the Heart Foundation, because even when they're faces, they kind of cheat every once in a while. So they just kind of turn heel, just kind of by default, because they're still gonna they're gonna use the shortcuts and stuff while the Rockers gotcha. aren't. Gotcha. So then, yeah, it goes to the time limit draw, and the bell rings, and it's it should be over. But then there's just so much competitiveness between the two teams. Oh, is that why? Yes. Oh, okay. So they just keep fighting and. <laughs> Eventually, like, yeah, different guys who wrestled early and then, like, come out to try and put a stop to it. Gotcha. Just because? Yeah, because, yeah. you know, if the two baby faces are fighting, you don't want them to hurt each other, so you mm-hmm. gotta separate. 
Gotcha. Gotta keep them separated. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, so some kind of little anticlimactic. Yeah, I'll agree there. Yeah. So this next was The Rockers versus The Orient Express yeah. in 1991. The yeah. very tan, tan, which yes, yeah. I wrote down is very tan, very blonde. <laughs> um, some synchronized movement here. This is when Mr. Fuji, though. Yeah, he gets involved with that cane, that yeah. loaded cane. <laughs> The yeah, de the deadly king. Yeah. Well, devious. 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 Okay. Well, obviously, <laughs> things we have upstairs that the kids have. Yeah. <laughs> the Those devious, devious Melissa and Doug Queen set. Exactly. <laughs> They're just taking after their dad. Mm-hmm. Would you think of this match itself? I liked it. The double slingshot. Yeah. Roll up. A lot of Good double move. team moves by the Rockers. Yeah. Kind of on display. And this was kind of the point. Well, so Shawn Michaels had a knee injury over the summer of '90, so this is when he like he was coming back. Okay. And I think this is where it kind of like went from these are two really good wrestlers to these are two really good wrestlers, but Shawn Michaels is better. Gotcha. Because he's kind of taking more control of the match and in it a lot longer. And I think it's kind of when the company was like, okay, we got Shawn Michaels is going to be the guy pushing him. Yeah. Yeah. He was always, yeah, he was pretty much the up there. Like, was he like the main guy, you think, for a while? Yeah. I think. It's, it's always like, yeah, you're right, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. Randy Savage was kind of on the, not the downswing. The he, was he, he was being, yeah, he was going 90s. down. Hogan was more 80s. I feel like Savage and Hogan was more like the 80s. Right, yeah. So it was like the early 90s. Did 1990, like 1995, who was the biggest? Uh, well, between 90, it's still Hogan. Through 91, 92, it's kind of like split between Savage and Flair, I would say. Okay, yeah. And then 93 is when, well, originally it's Bret Hart, but then they kind of switch halfway and go back and go to Yokozuna, actually. Hmm. Didn't see that one coming. And then 94 is definitely the Bret Hart, is like the Apex. head of the company. 95, they actually switch it to Diesel. Kevin Nash for a year, and then '96 is definitely Shawn Michaels. Okay, like he wins the title at WrestleMania. We skipped that match because it's it is Shawn versus Brett, but it's an hour. Whoa! And it's not really good. It's a whole hour. Yeah, well, it's an Iron Man match. Still. Yeah, and it's kind of <laughs> that like, doesn't make it better. Actually, it's 61 minutes and 30 seconds because it goes oh, to Lord. overtime because oh. <laughs> neither man can get a win in an hour. Well. This hour's not long enough to stand nope, more time. Nope, just do a sudden death. Okay. There must be a winner. So, Sean, yeah, Shawn Michaels is definitely in the top, you know, probably five. Yeah, I would say, like, throughout the 90s. Because, I mean, the 90s is hard to say because it changes so much. Right, like, you're right. I mean, like, pre-attitude era. Huh? Right, I would yeah. say pre-attitude era, it's pro like, if you had to say a Mount Rushmore, <laughs> it'd probably be, still got to have Hogan, Brett, Sean, and maybe, like, a half Randy Savage, half Diesel bust on the, on the <laughs> mountain. Well, looking forward to commissioning that. Yeah. Gotcha. And you go well. Okay. So, yeah. Well, speaking of Randy Savage. Well, first, though, oh. we go to the barber shop. Oh, that's right. And there are rumors. There was a WWE Magazine article that I remember reading about <laughs> how there's trouble with the Rockers. Oh. So, Bar Brutus Beefcake wanted to, like, put those rumors to rest. And eventually, they do shake hands. They say that the Rockers are going to keep rocking and rolling like they, only they can. 
and they shake hands, they hug, and then Sean Michaels super kicks Marty Jannetty. Yep. And then throws him through the barbershop window. Yeah, that escalates Which, quickly. for one thing, a lot of people, like, by like 90, by like 2000, that came, came like cliche, like, to know about that. Okay. And like reference it. But a lot of people will always say, oh yeah, Shawn Michaels super kicked him through the window. No. Which is not what no, he no, does no, at no. all. No. He super kicks them. Then, then throws, throws him through, through the window. Well, actually, according to... How did he to, not get, like, horribly injured? According to Bobby Heenan, that coward Marty Jannetty tried to jump up through the window to try oh, and yeah, get away from Shawn Michaels. Version of history. How did he not, like, get horribly injured in that? Well, it was, uh, it's probably sugar glass. You think so? Like, oh, stage gotcha, glass. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I mean, it couldn't have been, like... Like, for one thing, if you get thrown into a plate glass window, you're just gonna fall back off it. Like, your head's not That's really gonna point. go through oh, yeah. it unless you're, like, you ran right? through it, you know. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't know what kind of glass Brutus Beefcake has for his barbershop. Maybe he's going for, like, 1920s aesthetic, so the glass isn't as thick. Super thick, yeah. Who knows? But okay. Yeah, you're right. Then that's kind of there. Is that that their breakup moment then? Yeah, that's it for the Rockers. And Marty Jannetty was supposed to come back, like, a couple of months, but as is his, like, ongoing scenario, he's... Gets busted for drugs and oh, really? doesn't come back till November. They have a couple matches and it's kind of. And then he wrestles Shawn Michaels. Well, Shawn Michaels wins the IC title from the British Bulldog in 90, like end of 92. He fights Marty Jannetty at the Royal Rumble. Oh. Wins. Yeah, makes sense. He fights Tatanka at WrestleMania and loses by count up but keeps. The belt. The belt. Okay. And then on a random Raw in May, he's like in the ring cutting a promo and some guy comes in with like a ski mask and hoodie and stuff and takes it off. And Sean Michaels is like, I'll fight you and beat you. And it takes everything Uh-oh. off and it's Marty Jannetty. Oh. And his biggest surprise return to Marty Jannetty actually wins the Intercontinental title from Sean Michaels. Damn, well, how long did he hold it for? Well, the next week. Sean <laughs> Michaels is having a match. It's This was an untelevised match. So I'm not really sure how, if this is how it happened, but they said the next night on Raw, Shawn Michaels came out with the Intercontinental title. And they have a seven-foot guy behind him and Kevin Nash. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they said he debuted the night before and hit Marty Jannetty to help Shawn Michaels win. Gotcha. Interesting. Why did they televise that? They didn't. It was just a random a house, like, house show. Oh, okay. Like, they did a lot of title changes in 93 on house shows. Like, especially the tag titles. It was, like, three, like, the Steiner Brothers beat Money, Inc. Money, Inc. beat the Steiners, and the Steiners beat Money, Inc., like, in three days oh. in a row. So, just kind of... I think I also take advantage of the fact we have, like, we're so saturated with content now. Right. Back then, it was just Raw and Superstars. Right. Because you had, like, four, it's like, channels on your television. Well, you had cable by then. Yeah. We had cable, yeah. I mean, even if you didn't, like, cable it was, was like, accessible. Yeah, no, we were all we always had cable. Yeah, same here. There's always those couple friends that would take pity on us. That didn't <laughs> Alec didn't have it for a long time. I remember, yeah, he was saying that. Alec and Nick and Matt. Oh, our loyal listeners. Yep. <laughs> covered, about covered it. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yep. So then our next match was a rematch for that match from that. Or no, actually, no, we we're long before say, that. Yeah. Wait no. A so we were at. So right after he turns heel. We were at Sean Michaels and Randy Savage. Yeah. So after he turns heel, 
Sensational Sherry says that she has a crush on Shawn Michaels and wants to be with him. So, wow. and her teddy bear, Teddy Biassi, lets her go to be with Shawn Michaels. What was her deal? Well, with his parents, she was kind of like, like, kind of like the old milf. She was kind of like she was definitely supposed to be older than Shawn Michaels, I think, oh, okay. and like kind of showing him the ways of the world. Mm, gotcha. Okay, interesting. So she starts as Sean's manager and sings a certain song for him oh, that would become right. quite memorable. <laughs> and so her version's kind of, it's kind of weird hearing her version. Yeah, her, well, it, it was like normal at first. Yeah, and then, point, yeah. Then when it's when they re- when Shawn they re- Michaels singing it for the next 20, 20 30 years now, Jeez. it kind of sounds Why a little different. Why did he decide to have him sing his about himself? <laughs> you know? Because it's all about him. He's an egomaniac. Okay, gotcha. So we see, and this shows you the kind of confidence they had in though. They had this European pay-per-view, and it's towards the middle. It's not the main event, but here he is wrestling the world champion. They obviously, like, had plans when they broke him up. It wasn't just... Right. You're That's gonna, true. We're, it's not, we're just sick of the rockers. We need to do split you up it's we have big plans for you how old was he in 1992 he would have been 27 I think. oh wow 90, yeah. yeah he was 65 yeah well that is a little young yeah so i mean he's getting the push and he's do does well i mean he hangs with randy savage in a big time match he does yeah randy savage goes big fast yeah so yeah they, they're fast paced they have lots of big moves but yeah, he hangs. He hangs with them, but in the end, Randy Savage does win. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, Sherry gets involved, so Elizabeth yeah. gets involved. Right. So that kind of right, right, right. adds a little drama to it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Once again, can't be completely clean. Right. I don't know why I'm adding notes. But yeah, I think this was a good match, and it, again, it's kind of like he. Works on the knee because Randy Savage had an injured knee from WrestleMania, so that's it's kind right. of yeah, doing some psychology and slowing things down. Mm-hmm. That's right, the angle he put it up. But yeah. No, yeah, good match. Yeah. Very solid. I agree. And then the next match was Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart. The crossover, the and first what is, match. Yes, the first WWF ladder match. And as the story goes, in <clears throat> Bret Hart's father's promotion, Stampede, mm-hmm. they had um ladder matches a couple of times oh really so he brought it up to vince that they should have a ladder match and vince wanted to see one between him and between bret hart and Shawn michaels and at this point it wasn't known if SummerSlam was going to be in london which is where it eventually Ooh. was in 92 or washington dc and if it was in london which is what they went with it was bret hart versus british bulldog uh, but if it was going to be in Washington, they were going to do Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart in a ladder match. Okay. The Intercontinental title. So, well, it was kind of solved by then where they were going. So they were like, all right, well, let's see what a ladder match is anyways. Gotcha. And it was just taped at a random video, like home video shooting. Oh, okay. No, it was, it was good. So it was so the original one came from Bret Hart's yeah. promotion and... They probably got it from someone else, or probably. Well, I mean, is it like I don't think it's really it documented to, where the first letter. I mean, I think it it had to originate somewhere, right? And I think 
it seems like it was. Bret Hart's Stampede. dead. Stampede's good enough as any yeah. story. So, yeah, someone bought it up one time. So some some idiot stood on a ladder. <laughs> yeah, it got knocked <clears throat> off of it by another another guy. Yeah, gotcha. Which was good. Yeah, and it was it's different than like the t the lighter matches you have nowadays, where it's like all these stunts off the layer. Here, it's they use it, but not that much, and right, it's kind of yeah. more of like a weapon that they or they whip each other into it. Right, it's not like yeah. they're doing they're smashing each other in it or like big moves. Yeah, they're not doing you know three DDTs off the ladder or jumping off of it. Yeah, sure, it was in this one too. Mm -hmm. Yes, ninety two. She's very very involved with Shawn Michaels. Do they get along? Yeah, I mean, she goes after a year. She's she goes, but just because. Yeah, kind of. It kind of run its course, and yeah, you can only do so much with it. Right. I thought, I thought she just seems kind of extraneous. Yeah, she's she's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she kind of yeah. But I mean, she was. It's really shows that again they had like before that she was with. Gotcha. So Randy okay, Savage okay. when he was a top heel. And then Ted DiBiase when he was still pretty big, so putting her with Sean it helped make Sean Michaels more gotcha. than anything. I gotcha. was like, this guy's—they don't give Sherry to, the they don't give bumps to Sherry. Gotcha. If she's with someone, they're gonna get a lot of TV time, a lot of exposure. So gotcha, gotcha, that helped. Gotcha. Like maybe if he didn't have Sherry and it was just on his own, it would take him like a year, two years to get the IC title rather than like six months. Gotcha. You know, Bret Hart ends up winning it. But it was yeah. kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, it was kind of... They still were figuring I mean, out the true. kinks of it. Like. That's a good point. <clears throat> yeah. Well, it's good first first effort. And again, it wasn't... It was kind of like a tryout match, basically. Like, to see how the concept works. And that let's have the greatest gotcha. ladder match That's ever. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, go out, test it out. See, yeah. see how it goes. Yeah. Very good. Now I get to your... Yes. Energy. We get to Marty Gennetti, July 19th, 1993. And so this is six months into the history of Raw. Raw started in January of 93. Okay. So it's still very new. And this was like one of the first times there was like a long match on Raw. Like two commercial breaks. Oh, big. two. Wow, really? Yeah. It was pretty long. So what would you? What were you like during those commercial breaks? I would just kind of sold. I mean... <laughs> They'll just sit there. Just like, no, come back. Well, I'd, yeah, I'd watch the commercial. I mean, that's you what you did. You Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, sometimes. I mean, I don't know. I might have gone to the bathroom once, but it was an hour show. It's not like... Well, you don't remember like running in the bathroom and running back? Did you, uh, did you I remember that more in like 97, 98. Okay. Like, yeah. Those were more must-can't-miss. Gotcha. This was kind of like... And even then, even here, where they do have a big match, there was one match per show that, like, mattered. Gotcha. It was usually, like, two matches of, like, just squash matches, you know. But this being, like, a big match with two main guys. And again, we get Diesel shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember this one. Um, yeah, both, have, yeah, they, they're good. I said they were a good team. They're both, you know, athletic. Yeah. It was really well-paced. Um, and I think at the beginning they do like a reversal sequence where yeah. it's kind of showing like these guys, you know, they trained with each other, they wrestle each other a lot. Now they yeah, know each other's moves. Exactly. No, this is a really good one. Um, 
Marty wins, but then Sean had his leg on the road. Right. And it's and kind of... And stars. Kind of, that part was kind of strange. They kind of... And then Sean I mean, you really wins. have to listen to the commentary. Like, Marty hits the DDT, the rough counts, and right away they go to commercial, but Bobby Heenan's pointing, like, saying he was under the ropes, and mm-hmm. then they come back on the mat. They don't... They should have had, like, 30 seconds to say, like, they restarted the match because the ref looked at the replay. Yeah. But it's just kind of like they come back and it's... Already going. It's already back going, and they... The announcers have to like quickly explain it on the table or on the live. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. But no, that was a good one. What happens after that in his in Shawn Michaels? Is so there? actually, about two months. No, it was about September '93. He gets suspended because they say that he failed the drug test, okay. and he says he didn't fail the drug test, but he walks like walks out. With the Intercontinental title, so they give a new Intercontinental title, and Razor Ramon wins it. Ah. And then, right before Survivor Series, Shawn Michaels comes back. They've patched over their differences, and he still has his Intercontinental title. So him and Razor Ramon start a feud, and that eventually leads to the first pay-per-view ladder match between oh, him okay. and between Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels. Gotcha. Which we've watched before. Okay. And that's yeah. like the first acknowledged ladder match in WWF history, which, of course, Bret Hart is pissy about. Yeah, well, that is kind of weird. Why didn't they acknowledge the I mean, Bret Hart one? For a while, they didn't, because, like, if it happened on just a home video, it, like, wasn't gotcha. really... It was canon, but it wasn't canon. Gotcha. Alright. Well, whatever. Um, so then, after WrestleMania, actually, Shawn Michaels takes a little break. As he actually, he's still on the show. He's kind of like doubling as Diesel's manager, and is the host of his own interview segment, the Heartbreak Hotel. <laughs> and then his first match back, actually after WrestleMania, is against Razor Ramon. Oh, yes. On Raw, and we watched it on August first, nineteen ninety four. Yeah, it's a fa- yeah fast, athletic, lots of action. Yeah, yeah, I, I did really like the Shawn Michaels. I, Shawn Michaels is one of my favorites. Yeah. Just because you have the style, you have more athletic, but not like Rob Van Dam. Right, like just, yeah, flips for flips' sake. Right, and still really strong wrestlers and really athletic. So, um, yeah, Shawn Michaels wins and then Diesel beats up. (laughs) Yeah. Razor Ramon some more. So the thing was, Diesel was the Intercontinental Champion at this point. He won it from Razor Ramon. Ah, and they oh, were going right. to yeah, fight yeah. each other at SummerSlam. So they're making a big deal. They were talking that. about how like Shawn Michaels wanted to soften him up for Diesel. That, that's right. That's right. Because you want the 230-pounder to soften up a guy for the 350-pounder. Oh, yes. Exactly. That's that makes a lot of how sense. how it works. <laughs> well, whatever logic they have to employ. But then, of course, at SummerSlam, yeah. Razor Ramon had Walter Payton in his corner. Oh, really? <laughs> so he chased Shawn Michaels all nice. around the ring. Wait, was that in, was it in Chicago? Yeah. Okay. The only, well, they did a house show there a couple of years ago, but the, one of the only WWF shows at the United Center. Oh, wow. And the first event at the United Center. Nice. They opened it up and they never really? went back. <laughs> Maybe the last show at United Center. Maybe. Will be a uh, AEW. Yeah. So whatever form the company's in at that point. Also, I don't see the United Center going anywhere. No, I mean, they'll eventually. Need a new one? Need something new. Well, how, how so it opened in 94. 94. I mean, it's got a couple more years, especially because, like, base, basketball and 
hockey stadiums like are the ones that don't change that much. That's true. Like it's always gonna be what it is. Like this kind of makes the the court is like or this yeah the regulation size. yeah it's all regulation size. I think baseball doesn't have a regulation on the shape. It's it's baseball. Okay, so they just don't. Yeah, they don't want it. They don't want. They it. want to build new stadiums every fifteen. Oh, they'd love to build new stadiums if they get the tax, right, the sweet exactly. taxpayer money. They don't pay. Yeah, they don't use their money. Yeah, that's a different. That's a different. Topic. Yeah, that's a whole <laughs> other show and yeah. genre of podcast. Right. So this is yeah, nineteen ninety six. So we'll actually first. Oh. We'll oh. take a break okay. before we get into the the next arch of. Shawn Michaels' okay, career. So it's, kind of it's kind of a, a midway point where okay. he goes from this is the end of his run as mid card heel, I would say. Gotcha. Roddy, Roddy Piper, what did I ever do to you? I mean, the last I saw of you, we were buds, we were hanging out. Now, of course, I find myself in a tag match with a man that I don't even know. Now, I don't mind taking on the opponent's British Bulldog and Owen Hart, but Yokozuna is my partner. I just got finished beating the guy up. And now I've got to try to depend on him? Come on, man. I don't know if that's going to happen. The only thing that I can say thank you for is sending me to one of my most favorite places to perform in front of. At least the click will be there behind HBK to support him. One way or another, British Bulldog, and especially you, Owen Hart, I'm going to get my hands on each of you. And I'm going to jack your jaws. Yokozuna, you better be behind me standing tall, my man. Because if you get in my way, HBK and the Click are going to do a number on you, too. I don't know whether you're with them or you're against them. I guess there's only one way to find it. And we are back. Hello. Hello. And so as we left, we were at Summer, right around SummerSlam 94. And actually the night before SummerSlam 94... Shawn Michaels and Diesel won the tag team titles at an untelevised event. Another again, yeah, event, a lot of yeah. Shawn Michaels title action there. So he wins; they win the tag titles there, and then they're, they actually like announce it because you know they couldn't go on their website back then and announce it. They actually <laughs> they announce like, it the next day on Good Morning with Regis and Kathy oh, Lee because really? Shawn Michaels and Diesel are guests there. Really? Ooh, Which is really weird because... We watched, why don't we watch that? I couldn't find it. Oh. And it's really weird because they won the titles in Indianapolis. And they flew to New York? They flew to New York. And then they, I guess, flew right back to Chicago because that's where the pay-per-view was that night. That is kind of strange. So they had a, quite the travel. A lot of travel day. That's a long travel day. And at SummerSlam, the main thing... The main reason Razor Ramon is able to beat Diesel and become an Intercontinental Champ, besides Walter Payton, of course, <laughs> is that Shawn Michaels accidentally super kicks Diesel. Oh, really? Yes. Wait, accidentally? Like, yes, quote, like, accidentally. Like, gotcha. Diesel is holding him Razor Duck. Ah, and... uh, okay. And then, so they're, they are tag champs, don't they? Diesel lost the IC title. And then, I think it was the first show we did, we saw... Shawn Michaels and Diesel versus One Two Three Kid and Razor Ramon tag match. That's and that's like really crazy twenty five minute tag match. And during that, Shawn Michaels accidentally kicks Diesel. <laughs> and then at Survivor Series, oh, he again accidentally kicks him. Mm, and that's not so that's the last time Diesel is pissed and like attack Shawn, tries to attack Shawn Michaels. And Shawn Michaels throws down the tag team titles, like declaring them vacant because he doesn't want to team with. Diesel oh. anymore. 
and two nights after Survivor Series, Diesel beats Bob Backlund for to become the world champion, like out of nowhere. Hmm. So now Diesel's the ba- the big baby face in charge of the promotion. So Shawn Michaels enters the Royal Rumble 1995 at one and wins the whole thing. Gotcha. Oh wow. Well, it is a half hour or it's a one minute interval, oh, so it's a really right. shitty rumble. Especially because there's, like, no depth in it whatever, whatsoever. Like, the British Bulldog is the second biggest guy in the gotcha. Rumble. Yeah, sounds weak. It was very weak. What is, it, is that why they only did a minute? Or Yeah, they knew, like, so many of these guys are shit. Like, we don't need two minutes between each Bushwhacker. We can just get them in no, and get them out as quickly yeah. as possible. <laughs> I love the Bushwhackers. Right? I know you do. I was given a shot of Fireball by one of them. In New I Orleans, know, but they don't need to be in Rumbles in 1995. <laughs> yeah, that's neither here nor there. Their Rumble appearance in 95. So, yeah. So, Shawn Michaels basically wins the Royal Rumble because he's the only good wrestler they have in it. It's kind of a dark time for 1995. Yeah, 1995 is a pretty dark time for well, the WWF. Well, and like a turning point. Yeah. So, they had a rebrand. They do, cool. but they, so they have him versus Diesel at WrestleMania and... It's, there's split opinions on it. Like, it's, I think it's pretty good. Some people think it's like, Shawn Michaels went too far into trying to, like, make himself be special, where it should have been more about Diesel. Mm. But it, it, both ways. And then, that's not actually the main event. The main event is Bam Bam Bigelow versus Lawrence Taylor. What? Yep. That's, yeah. What, like, a dark it's a dark year. Yeah, I mean, it's a, that actually is a good, it's a very good celebrity match. But it's kind of odd that it just shows how little confidence they had in their own stars at the time that Lawrence Taylor had to be the big baby face at WrestleMania. True, yeah. We should do a celebrity match. Come on. I was thinking about that. And then, so Shawn Michaels actually turns face the night after WrestleMania by... Basically, Sid attacking him. Okay. And then... So, that's how you turn face. Like, yeah. How do you turn face? Have someone beat you up. Oh, okay. So then... John Michaels comes back as a baby face. He, like... Has another... Has the second ladder match with Razor Ramon. Wins that. The IC champ. And then they kind of start building towards the rubble with him. And talking about how it's his boyhood dream to win the world title. Gotcha. So he beats Bret Hart at WrestleMania 12. Nice. We talked about an hour-long match. That's right. Which is why we did not watch it. <laughs> and then Thank his first his first big title match at pay-per-view was Good Friends, Better Enemies hmm. against Diesel. Oh, okay. And this was Diesel. Had, Diesel was champ for a year, lost it to Bret Hart, and then turned heel by attacking Bret Hart and giving him the jackknife three times. So he like nearly turned like back to asshole heel. Gotcha. And he fights Shawn Michaels in a no holds barred match in Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So yeah, this was kind of a strange one. <laughs> oh, this is the one you yeah, okay. Yeah. This is like a really weird one. Yep. Because I and I remember you were sleeping like, <laughs> on the couch next to me, like when the guy takes his Layoff. Yes. I was like, what the hell's going on? So it's Butcher Vashon. Okay, so hang on. That was near the end. Of okay, the yeah, so it was. Yeah, so like, like Sean goes off the top rope right away, takes the boot off of the announcer, 
Diesel takes the rough's belt off. Then it gets kind of like graphic. Starts like choking him with it. Yeah. Very theatrical. Um, Sean gets slammed to the announcer's table. The crowd starts booing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Why was that? It was just kind of over the top. They didn't want Sean Michaels to lose. Gotcha. Oh well, they got their their wish because he pulls a friggin' guy's leg <laughs> off. Um, and then he well, Kevin Nash him. pulls the leg off. Okay. Yeah. Diesel. But like, what? Like, what? 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 Why? So it's anything goes. And Mad Dog Machan is an old wrestler who they just happen to point out like before the match. Mm-hmm. And he, wait. you know, happened to be sitting ringside because I think he was from or around there at least. Omaha. Well, probably, no, he's probably was Canadian. Maybe he lived around there by okay. now. Okay. So, anyways, yeah. So Kevin Nash pulls him out of the out of his arena seat and rips his prosthetic leg off, which he had from a motorcycle accident, which did is why he, know, he retired. Did he know that was going to happen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, okay. They told him that we're going to use your leg as a part of the finish. I hope so. That and was just, very upsetting. Yeah. Okay, I just, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm ask questions like yeah, that. No, that's, no, he, he was in on it. He was like, right? yeah, cool. Yeah. He probably had to like unlock like, it or something. I yeah, I don't think it's. I don't works, but if I just don't get it. Just ripped up. off. Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't design it like this, like those hairy <laughs> pants. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. <laughs> a little stronger than that. Right, right. Oh, man. So he tries to use it, but Shawn Michaels actually gets the foot and uses it. And then he hits sweet chin music for the, the win. Yeah, that's a good turn. I was not expecting <laughs> that. And that's basically it for Diesel in the WWF. Really? Yep. He would go to uh, WCW yeah. shortly hereafter and hmm. start the NWO and do all that. Then he started Magic Mike. Yep. Well, that's a lot later. Yes. I thought that was an interesting casting choice. Yeah. yeah. He was known as Big Sexy, so. Mm. Yeah, all right, I guess. <laughs> and then, so Shawn Michaels is champion, and we get the next round of his title offenses is against the British Bulldog at King of the Ring. Yep. And the angle started with the British Bulldog saying that, his, that Shawn Michaels hit on his wife. Okay, oh, that's right. They made a big deal about that. Yeah, and then they have a title match the month before, and it ends in a double count where two referees each counts. The other guy's shoulders down. Gotcha. So the idea here was to have an impartial referee, but they choose Mr. Perfect. And everyone yeah, knows Mr. Say, Perfect yeah. can't be re- an impartial referee. That, that never really works out. Yeah. So they actually have Mr. Perfect on the outside and an actual referee on the inside. Yeah. Oh, and then Owen Hart keeps on, like, his commentary is yes. really good. I, well, I just like when the British Bulldog comes out, he's standing on the top of the announce table cheering yeah. for him. <laughs> We're for you, Davey! <laughs> he talks about it because his wife's name is Diana, and he's like, oh, like Princess Diana. Yes, that's <laughs> the British Bulldog's wife and Owen Hart's sister. That's right. That's right. They are. I knew they related. Yes. I forgot how. Um, We're for you, Davey! I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah, Sean flips him over. Oh, this is the one where, like, British Bulldog, like, body Oh, yeah. Him, he press slams him in. They like, fall, like, like, Vince like, McMahon's like, that away. should be a disqualification, and Owen Hart's like, no, he just slipped. 
Yeah, it, it did look like, like he slipped. It does kind of, but it's like, it's not a disqualification. Throwing a guy outside of the ring isn't a disqualification. It looked like a huge drop. Was... Yeah, I mean, it was a big drop, but they did that like in every British Bulldog shot oh, okay. match. So that goes a plan move, you think? Yeah, okay. I think so. I it think did look like it They kind just of kind of make it look like the make execution. It like huh. a big a big point of emphasis in the match. Yeah, I said lots of brawling, lots of big moves. Isn't that the hat for Shawn Michaels? What was he wearing? Oh, yeah, it's like a newsboy. That's right. Like yeah. newsboy with a lot of silver metal pieces yeah. on it. <laughs> That's his way to describe it, I guess. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But yeah, then Shawn wins and then starts beating up Owen Hart. Yeah, Owen Hart comes in and then Vader comes yeah, in and then Ahmed Johnson comes out and then finally the Ultimate Warrior comes out. The let the faces stand tall. Uh, is that what I knew that? Yeah. Eh. I guess I should be used to it by now. It's what <laughs> kind of annoys me. <laughs> and then, so, Shawn Michaels wins the, has the title to Survivor Series, loses it to Sid, wins it back from Sid at the Royal Rumble, and then he, in February of 97, he loses his smile. Loses his smile. Yes, that's what he says on in an interview and forfeits the title. Really, he was just pretty much pilled up. Oh, really? Like, to an excess here. And, Yikes. Okay. And he didn't need a knee surgery, but it was only, like, he claimed it was, like, could be career-ending surgery, and, like, four weeks later, he's back doing moonsaults off the top rope. Yeah, not so much then. But it happened to get out of losing a match to Bret Hart at WrestleMania by having this horrible injury. Gotcha. So there's people who doubt that it was as bad as he says. Because he was, had an addiction yeah. issue. Yeah. He was Soma. big into painkillers and uh, like the Somas. Like the Soma. It was like a commercial painkiller they had back in like the, early, the late 90s. It was big with wrestlers. Gotcha. Well, he overcame that, obviously. Yeah. He, well, we'll talk about that. Yeah, that comes, we'll talk about that's it. more on the second part I guess of Shawn I, I Michael's figured, career. I figured. Kind of knowing what I know about his late career. That's just, so much. I assume there's some sort of Well, there's a lot of Jesus. Exactly. You know that That's much at the very least. Redemption narrative in there somewhere. Yes. But yeah, this was so 1998, the last match that we watched. Yeah, so was... eventually he turns heel. He starts hanging out with, at the time, just Hunter Hearst Helmsley. And That's right. He he's slowly morphs into Triple H. They form Degeneration X. And... Wins the title from Bret Hart at Survivor Series 97, which again, we'll get to this coming... We're going to have to watch an extra documentary here in this oh, one. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's why I wanted to get a jump on the Bret, Bret Hart, Hart month, because gotcha. <laughs> there's, there's a lot at the back end. Okay, fair enough. But, anyways, so he's the head of DX, he's the world champ, and he still has to face The Undertaker. Has to? Yes, because, like, they had their match at Bad Blood, the first Hell in a Cell match, mm. and The Undertaker killed Shawn Michaels in it, but... At the end, Kane made his debut and gotcha. helped Shawn Michaels win. So, the Undertaker's the number one contender and gets to choose the type of match, and he chooses a casket match. That's right. They had a casket cam, of yep, course. Of course. <laughs> and surprisingly, I think this is the only match we saw where we get some Shawn Michaels ass. You're right. Well, we've definitely seen Shawn Michaels booty. Oh, yeah. Well, he, watches, it's, but... it's all over in the ladder matches. And right. Oh, yeah. They love to pull on his butt, see, show his butt in the ladder yes. match. But you're right, for this particular month, this is our only butt showing. But you like, you like the butt? The Sean yeah, he's got a nice butt? Yes, I, I heard that. Yeah, he does. Yep. And 
my, my definitive opinion. Yes. <laughs> and then at one point they have a the Undertaker. Shawn Michaels runs at the Undertaker. Undertaker gives him a back body drop over the top rope over the casket, but the like small of Shawn Michaels' back just nicks the casket. Oh, that's right. And yeah. that eventually is what they say like ends his career for four years. Like he well, it probably they say it was kind of like. A thing where sooner or later his back was going to go. Yeah. And it just happened to be this. Kind of that was like the straw that broke. Yeah. And I mean, he's this early in the match. I forgot that it was like three or four minutes in. It didn't really seem to affect him the rest of the time. Yeah, I think he he didn't really feel it that night. He said, I think he said like two or three nights later he woke up and like could barely move. Yikes. And it was his like the small of his back. And this is actually, he, he only wrestles... After this, at WrestleMania 14, to Steve Austin to gotcha. lose the title to him, and he was yeah not the best person at this time. He said like, oh really? Yeah, like he couldn't wrestle, so he's the one thing he knows how to do he can't do, and like he's taking pills. He's right. It's a big part of his identity. He's taking yes, away. exactly. But this will kind of. The, we're talking, let's talk about what happens in this match. Oh, yeah. Let's yes, yes. That gets that's, cracked. Yes. <laughs> See, messed up endings. What the hell? So, being a casket match, there's no DQ. Right. And The Undertaker, again, as is his usual, kills Shawn Michaels dead. Right. And is about to win, and then Triple H gets involved, yeah. and then the New Age Outlaws, yeah. and the Los Bariquas, Savio Vega, yeah. and his Puerto Rican street gang. Obviously. Yeah. So, they all get in. In there. And then, but then they all run out. Why? Who comes out? Kane comes yes. out with a... And the week before, they had made it seem like Kane and The Undertaker had reunited. Because uh, they're brothers in yes. this universe right yes. now? Okay, but then Kane like, really like takes it up a notch. Like, he really escalates yes. it. He puts Undertaker in the... Well, that's another confusing thing, too. They never rang the bell. Yeah, so that was like, a mistake. I think because... not really tell if it was over or if this was, like... Well, I think the on. problem was the referee was supposed to be knocked out at some point. Okay, yeah. So he's just coming to, like, as Undertaker... Or as Shawn Michaels, like, closes the casket. So I think he's still, like, kind of hunched over when he calls for the bell so that they don't see it. Gotcha. So it just kind of ends, but Shawn Michaels wins. And, like, just... Again, just escapes by the hair of his... Hair of his teeth? No. Skin of his teeth. Skin of his teeth, yeah. Gotcha, but then Kane throws Undertaker in the casket. Yep. And then Paul Bearer locks it shut. Yep. And then they move it to a very padded area. <laughs> yes. up, up by the ramp. Suspiciously padded area that I'm sure had no escape doors on it or trap doors yeah, at all. I was going to say, like, yeah, let's even get to that. Um, and they, like, he... Yeah, so the Undertaker obviously, like, squirrels out. Yeah. Somehow. Because then Kane takes a hatchet. Yep. Because their liability insurance would be through the roof if they left <laughs> Undertaker in there. And then he douses it in gasoline and then sets it on fire. Yep. Sets it ablaze. Yeah. No one really knows what to... How well, to it was funny because on the home video version, like, they showed... Like, it ends with the casket on fire. Like, that's how they go to credits. And then on the TV, on the video, they have, like, an extra where, like, right after the show ends, the... Officials run out with fire extinguishers and eventually open the casket and there's nothing inside. Oh. And the Undertaker's music plays. Because, you know, to try and take the fans' minds off the fact that they just saw Homicide. Yes. Because <laughs> the Undertaker's music. Yes. 
Don't worry, guys. He's Here's the funeral there. march for the guy who was just burned to death. So they had to build a trap door into the bottom of the coffin? I think, yeah. Probably the whole bottom probably came off. Well, yeah, it was probably like the false bottom or something. And just, yeah. Like, roll, like, popped out where the padded area was. Mm-hmm. Undertaker just had to, like, hide, hang out in there for a little while. Yeah, it's like a, there's a flame above him. But yeah, no, good, good, good month. Yeah. Sean Michaels. It's fun matches to watch and good era. Yeah, I agree. We'll hold off on ranking him until we have the full, the full body. Full picture. Yeah, but I think it'll be good to, like, have this part where, you know, you see his rise. Yes. And the next one, it's, there's no rise. He's just always at the top. Interesting. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. And, but before then, we'll hit Bret Hart next month. This month is where starting, it starting now. Early. Lots of Bret Hart content. Yep, lots of Bret Hart. So we'll circle back to Shawn Michaels. Yes, we'll come back to Shawn Michaels. Good. A good couple months. Yep. All right. All right. Until Thanks then. for listening. Yep. Enjoy. Bye. Oh, oh, sure. I think he's cute. He's so sexy. He's got the look. This rising girl's wife got the moves. That really moved me He sends chills Up and down my spine Just my sexy boy Like I'm on cloud nine, just my sexy boy.